A very warm welcome to News Talk, a place for current news over the world and India. Here in my podcast, you can find the news of the week. Namaskar this is Nikanur Thapa from your podcast News Talk in this present scenario of the coronavirus pandemic i advise my listeners not to lower their guard as the covid-19 pandemic remains a threat to our health please stay at home unless it's essential to go out and continue to follow the four simple steps wear a face mask maintain dogachki duri that is 2 yards of distance for social distancing focus on hand and face hygiene and get vaccinated all right so i'm publishing this episode again after like 6 months i apologize for that but then i had no choice since i was burdened with a lot of school work and even right now i'm still burdened with a lot of it but i have struggled and i'm finally releasing this episode never mind as you all are aware that this is the winter season which is my favorite season of all because it is the season when i was born of course but apart from that the weather is really nice and cool from a hill station like kalangpong you'll be able to see the snow clad mountain peaks and the sun never stops shining during the day okay the winters might get a little bit cold but then you can layer up a couple of your warm and nice winter clothes and just get rid of it you know just get rid of it another reason why i love it is The season also brings my favorite festival which you might guess by the background track that is being played. Right, Christmas. By the way, I'm publishing this episode on the Christmas Eve, so I wish all my dear listeners a very merry and happy Christmas. Do enjoy this holiday season and the festive week with your loved ones but also follow the covid protocols at the same time. All right, let's start this episode. Today's question is is India ready for a third wave? Omicron Is India ready for a third wave? As we approach the third year of the pandemic, epidemiologist Chandrakant Laharia writes about what India should learn from its fight against COVID-19. Anyone traveling through India's northern states would be forgiven for thinking that the pandemic is over. In the smaller towns, few people wear masks 
fever practice, social distancing, and COVID-19 rarely comes up in conversations. The only visible reminders are the billboards thanking politicians for tackling the virus. In the national capital, Delhi, most people are masked because of rules that demand it. But the city is once again in full swing, from crowded markets and busy restaurants to packed social calendars. Low case counts. India has been recording around 10,000 new COVID cases daily and the ongoing vaccination drive, nearly 80% of the 40 million eligible adults have received at least one dose so far, seem to have dimmed the memory of a brutal second wave in April and May this year. But the fact is, the pandemic is not over. Cases are rising in Europe again, prompting the World Health Organization WHO to say it is very worried. The emergence of a new variant, initially named B11529 and now Omicron by the WHO, is another cause for concern, although more research is needed to determine how dangerous it is. So the inevitable question to ask is, will there be a third wave of COVID-19? And if so, is India prepared? It's likely India may not see a major rise in cases because studies suggest the majority of Indians have antibodies against the currently predominant Delta variant and more and four-fifths of all adults have also been partially vaccinated. But that isn't enough cause for cheer. The recent reports of a dengue virus outbreak and endemic disease in many Indian states is proof that the health system is still not equipped to detect and tackle emerging and re-emerging diseases. And therein lies the problem. When the pandemic arrived in early 2020, the hope was that the stringent lockdown would afford an opportunity for the government to strengthen an understaffed and underfunded public health system. Top political leaders and senior health policy makers repeatedly said that was the objective of the first lockdown. But a year on, a second COVID wave devastated India as hospitals ran out of beds, medicines and oxygen. Medical bills soared in a fragmented market with spotty insurance coverage and people borrowed money or sold family assets to pay up. Soon after, in July 2021, the government did announce a second COVID-19 package to strengthen health infrastructure. But some argued that the amount set aside was too little and there was no visible urgency to put it to action. India's national health policy announced in 2017 had proposed raising 
government spending on health to 2.5% of GDP by 2025. But spending has only marginally increased since it accounted for just 1.3% of GDP in the fiscal year ending 2022 and is clearly not on track to reach the target. The government has often claimed that its Ayushman Bharat Pradhan Mantri Jan Arogya Yojana is one of the world's largest public health insurance schemes. But several news reports suggest that the scheme barely helped those who desperately needed it. The challenge ahead is even bigger and goes well beyond the pandemic. While much of the health system was focused on tackling COVID-19, other essential services took a hit. It's one of the reasons many Indian states have struggled to deal with the dengue outbreak. The WHO said in October that the pandemic reversed years of global progress in tackling tuberculosis as people struggled to access treatment. India accounted for 41% of the total global drop in reporting the disease between 2019 and 2020, the WHO said. People suffering from non-communicable diseases have also found it difficult to get the care they needed. So what should India do? First, the government should commission independent experts to conduct an impartial assessment of its pandemic response. Second, India needs to rec recommit to strengthening its health systems. If the promises made on this front in the last five years by both federal and state governments can be fulfilled, the country would have a far stronger health system. Third, all policy makers, medical experts and technical experts should be trained in science communication to avoid panic and misinformation. Fourth, India's pandemic response has to be integrated into primary healthcare services. Fifth, India needs to immediately fill vacancies at all levels in the health workforce and draw up a detailed plan for equitable distribution across urban and rural areas giving priority to underserved regions. Complacency and fatigue at, at different levels have led to a slowdown in the adoption of COVID-appropriate behavior, vaccination uptake in adults, and even genome surveillance. The emergence of Omicron should be used as an opportunity to reassess pandemic preparedness across the country, including enhanced and targeted COVID testing, genomic sequencing, and accelerated vaccine coverage in adults. But a note of caution, the emergence of a new variant 
should not lead to hurried decisions on vaccine dose intervals, boosters, or even the functioning of schools, which have only now begun to reopen after more than a year. Those decisions should be determined only by a calm assessment of scientific evidence. India may or may not face another major COVID wave, but other outbreaks and epidemics will continue to be a reality after this pandemic, as they were before it. If a country is prepared for preventing and controlling any disease outbreak, it's also prepared for a pandemic. So let's prepare for responding to every outbreak. The struggle to control the dengue outbreak in 15 Indian states is proof that India is not ready yet. Action is needed now and one can only hope that someone is listening. Chandrakant Laharia, a physician epidemiologist, is a public policy and health systems specialist based in Delhi. That's all for now. Thank you for tuning into my podcast. To give me feedback and for more information, visit this podcast's website at www.nikanothapa14.wixsite.com slash newstalk, which is in my description. I'll try to be back as soon as possible with another edition of episodes. Till then, stay safe. Merry Christmas and goodbye.